You are listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. Do you have refreshments for our show? If not, please enjoy our wonderful concessions program. All you have to do is find your refrigerator and or pantry, make a selection, and then enjoy it courtesy of the Movie of the Week podcast. And thank you for listening. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie... Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker has vanished. In his absence, the Sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. With the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice to the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. Okay, let's get into our spoiler-free review of the movie. Who wants to go <laughs> first? off, I'd like to point out that said uh, old, what was it, old uh, friend? Yeah. yeah. We've never seen him before! No, and we don't know anything about him unless you read yeah, the and book. He, the, the, the old book al- doesn't even explain it, does it? The old ally? He's just a part of the church! Really? Of the wills! But they don't say that either. I'm confused. What? The old guy, Max von Sydow's character. That's the actor's Your name. <laughs> I don't know. Who, I don't know who Max von Sydow is. Old dude Poe's talking to in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, Max yeah. von Sydow. Max von Sydow. He's Sydow. an actor. That's a very cult classic actor. Anyway, yeah. he's in a lot of stuff. He's the one I didn't write down when I looked at yes. the actor's list. <laughs> Everybody but him is on my list. Okay. Well, admittedly, he dies in the first five yeah, minutes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no spoiler man. there. I was, yeah. I was totally sitting there going, no who's he talking about? Wait a second. This is the non-spoiler <laughs> section, yes. guys. Get your stuff right. Anyway. Um, anyway. Out, he, we don't know who he is, and that's not even said in the book, other than he's part of the Church of the Wills. That's besides the point. That's probably true. I actually like this movie. I did see it, op- uh, I say opening night. The first night it was available mm-hmm. here in town. And then I watched it uh, two other times while it was still in theaters. And then I got to see it in the middle of a boat in the middle of the Caribbean Sea, which was fun. That sounds fun. Yes. Um, And I enjoy this movie. This is a fun movie to me. I I know people claim it's too much like Episode Four, the original Star Wars. A New Hope, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then maybe it is, but there's a lot of difference in here, too, that works. Yeah, it's got a lot of same story beats, but it's still... Yeah. Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Star Wars Episode 7. I've loved this movie ever since I saw it. It was a fantastic movie that arkens back again using a lot some of the elements. Elements retreading a little bit of the elements from, you know, the the original trilogy and just giving it new life, giving it a new spark. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um and it's a fun ride. It's a yeah. fun ride, and they they mix things up a little bit here and there where people talk about, oh, it's be like, oh, they're just retreading old ground. It's nothing new, like you said earlier. Yeah. But be like, there's a lot of new material in this. Yeah. That makes it fun. It makes it entertaining. Not uh, everything has to be a grand revelation of something. Exactly. Especially this is in just its... a fun movie to get us started back into this trilogy. Yeah. It's really, yeah, what has most in common with episode four, in my opinion, isn't all the story beats and everything. It's the fact that 
you've got a great fun adventure story here that exactly. is closed at the end of it. You don't have to really know anything. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, we're talking about a movie that is the seventh film in a series. Okay. Yes. I mean, there are others, but let's, let's seven in the, the main cinematic well, even, at this no point, matter how at the point you, it came out. No matter how you count it, except chronologically. Yeah. It's that movie seven. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking about, uh, they're, they're going to rehash some things, especially oh, when yeah. they're, they are bringing back the core characters from the original trilogy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, actors as well. I mean, ever, almost everybody's in it from the original. I think uh, the original guy who played R2 is not. Uh, that, I think that's the only in the... I think he had already passed. passed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Sir Alec Guinness had technically passed. Right, but, but he's not... does appear. Right. So does uh, so does Ewan McGregor's yes, uh, in yeah. it. Um, Which I loved that, and that, I love that they actually put that... But uh, that's something you'll, you'll have to find out in the spoiler-free... I mean, the spoiler-filled section, we'll talk more about yeah, that. Yes. Um, there again, highly recommend, thoroughly enjoy this one. Indeed. Uh, if you like Star Wars, mm-hmm. you have to watch this, and you probably yes. already have. Uh, you probably don't need our review, um, but listen to it anyway. Yeah, please. Um, and if you if you're not a fan of Star Wars, you probably or if you, let's say you haven't gotten into Star Wars, I wouldn't say this is the best jumping on point, but I would say you could probably jump into this movie and start here. Is it the best place? Probably not. Uh, I would recommend go watch at least uh, A New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi first. Yeah, yeah. But if and I was throw Rogue One in in front of New Hope, but that's beside the point. Yeah, but you don't need it to watch this. No, no. Yeah, that's, that's my point. My point being, you don't need to watch them to do this. So cool. It would be great it's if you. So cool to watch it go from Rogue One episode four. As always, Star Wars is great. If you like Star Wars, you're probably watching all of them, and feel free to watch all of them. I enjoy the original trilogy. Some people don't, but watch. Uh, Who doesn't? Yeah, some people don't. Some people. Those hate are weird people. <laughs> well, you know, very very odd, and but, I can understand it not being your forte but it's the original trilogy that that's very i'm sorry did i say the, i meant the you meant the prequel, uh, the prequel trilogy i'm sorry that, oh, that, that makes no sense. Sense. i actually yes. do like the prequel some people myself, don't like but the prequels. i will admit they are yes the first two are the weakest star yeah. wars has ever been they are the weakest link but yes anyway uh, uh except if, for the holiday special but that's beside the point uh it's star wars it's a sci-fi it's space opera it's it's entertaining. Aliens abound. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool. Stormtroopers, etc. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I think we need to say before we get into the movie. Mm-hmm. You should watch this if you like Star Wars or if you're yeah. interested at all yeah. in Star Wars. Watch the movie. Exactly. Um, make your own opinion, but feel free and to igno- listen to- and ignore the haters. Form your own opinion. Yeah, exactly. And feel free to listen to us as we hate and love on this film as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so is that all for spoiler free? Hate are we gonna have? I don't know. <laughs> Well, there is a dark side. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so, yes, that's true. So, anyway. The anger flows through you. Anyway, um, I think that's all. Yeah. Is everybody ready for the spoiler-filled? Yes. So, getting yes. into the spoiler-filled section, uh, I'm gonna, I am gonna want to run down a little Listener bit. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I want to I wanna give a little input. I mean, just kind of talk about the general story of this before we get into what yeah. we hated and okay. liked. Okay, got it. Basically, we get Ray, who's a scavenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get junker. To, a junker, whatever you want to call her. It's a Nobody f- from nowhere. From yeah. Jakku. And it's a fantastic scene uh, with her running around and scavenging stuff and, mm-hmm. and fallen uh, Star Destroyers. Yeah, and all that this. was cool. Yeah. It is so nifty. But basically, we, the story is her... Finn FN uh, two, FN two one eight seven two one eight seven uh, or Finn as he's called uh, and uh, Poe Bas- Dameron. and Poe po Dameron and several other cool characters along the way but BB eight and BB eight yes. the droid yes uh, as they kind of stumble their way well everybody but Poe 
Poe yeah. po meets po up disappears with, for half an hour. Yeah, but. yeah he does. <laughs> <laughs> to, to rephrase, basically, we get Finn and Ray and BB-8 trying to make their way to the Resistance along yeah. the way. Yes. We meet Poe. He's the one who helps get Finn out and names yeah. him. We get Then we run into Han Solo... The Millennium Falcon and Chewbacca. and Chewbacca. Don't forget Chewbacca because JJ nearly did. Oh, yeah. that would have been. Bad. Oh, that would. I'll get into that. You should. Um, but Both yeah, at the end. And then you know we we get to see this this evolution of uh, what's happened since we get to see that the the. The, you know, we had the the fall of the empire. We now have the rise of the first order. The mm-hmm. republic is still a thing. Yeah. Um, but there until it gets vaporized right yes and then we get to see the super weapon the star killer i think and, um star which K- may or may not be ilum which is where the jedi used to get the crystals for their lightsabers right may or may not be what was it, it called the star ki- uh the they called it something else in the book star killer based throughout the whole yeah. but no but in the books a long time ago well, they, like there was a another weapon of those planets but ilum right. is the one that appears in uh the Clone Wars. Oh, well, there we go. Um, but and in uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Right. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we we get to see this. We get to see who um, Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Who he Kylo is? Ren. Kylo Ren. Ren. Um, we get a we get an interesting little journey in this movie, and uh, we get to sadly we get to see the death of uh, Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get into that. <laughs> okay, yeah. but uh, instead of, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about it in a minute going through it. So yeah, I'll just I'll just let other people talk. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you want to go first, Jacob? Yeah. <laughs> I well, go first every time. I'll let you go first. No, you're good. Well, to correct Ray for one second, be like the Millennium Falcon is not a piece of junk, but it kind of is. That's kind of the whole. Junk. That's why we love it. <laughs> Which <laughs> exactly, but still, it's a we know we know it's a piece of junk, but it's yeah. the greatest piece of junk, junk that ever flew. <laughs> that is true. It did make the uh, twelve parsecs, yeah. uh, four, has, not fourteen. It did make the Kessel run in twelve parsecs. Yep, we get correct. Uh, which, Ray gets corrected which on that. I love yes. how even at this point we're still going with the parsecs is somehow time. I can explain yes. that if but you it, they, <laughs> they explain it in Solo for crying yes. out yeah, loud. They, they explained it. They explained it a long time ago. And that's that's the thing they used in in Solo, right? They, they explained it originally, I think, back in the uh, 90s, early 2000s in the books. And then mm-hmm. they did it in the RPG Explains It, yeah. several other. And they've used because it correctly. Had to. Right. I, there was an interview on Johnny Carson, actually, mm-hmm. um, with, uh, what's the, I can't think of that, a physicist, I think. Uh, probably, I guess I guess that's 40 years ago. I don't know. You um, have to be, because Star um, Wars is nearly that old. But it's back with Jimmy Carson on The Tonight Show, and the, Star Wars was a thing, and one, oh, of the, yeah. one of the things he brought up was the Parsec issue, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably what spurred the change. But it was one an interesting does interview. does have to wonder, I'm assuming George Lucas wrote that scene. Yeah. Did George Lucas not know what a Parsec was? And assumed Possibly. it was time. But most of we us don't know. Most of us didn't know what a parsec was when we no, first saw Star Wars. Most of us yeah. didn't know how to pronounce Luke's home planet's name until the third movie. Well, that's probably true. It's <laughs> probably true. Some of us didn't know how to pronounce his name until uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. You were talking. I'm sorry. Okay, we we yeah. got into parsecs. <laughs> yes. Um, oh. Yes. The Millennium Falcon is not junk. What else did you want to say? <laughs> okay. Uh, but the junk is good. Yeah, the junk is good. The the fact that be like we had when was the last uh, what was it Star Wars Episode Three? When was that put out? 
2004 or 2005, I think. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. So it was right after I graduated high school. So we're looking at like an entire decade with no Star Wars right. theaters. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, no. And we had Rogue One. Uh, Star Wars, the Clone That's Wars, right. Clone Wars yeah, movie yeah. did yes. come out in theaters in like 2007. That is, that is yeah. right. Or 2008. I don't yeah. remember the exact year. Right. But no live action, which is what everybody's waiting yeah. on. Yeah, and this live action. And this is the movie everyone had been waiting on for decades. Oh, because yeah. uh, It so, finally was moving past episode six in the continuity right which yeah. is why it made way more money than most people would have figured um yes. but yeah and then it spawned rogue one and everything else yeah. too yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah fantastic franchise because yeah phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. franchise that be like it literally brought star wars back into the forefront of like, this entire generation that probably mm-hmm. they they had heard about it they'd be like oh i've seen it on tv or something mm-hmm. like that. yeah but actually getting to sit down in the theater and watch star wars yeah like for the younger generations oh my gosh this is amazing there's more of this yeah. or you yeah. have like our generation our parents generation well our generation we at least had prior to the prequels we had the special editions when they came back in theaters in 97. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Not that we I, saw them. No, we didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Sadly, we didn't get to see yeah. them. Yeah. I'm sorry to bring up sad memories. I enjoyed them. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I think we had some toys. That was about the best we got yeah, from that. Yeah, um, something like that. We had, we, those, that was actually my second viewing of Star Wars. <laughs> well, oddly enough, the, the version we had as kids was a recorded from... Uh, HBO, probably. Yeah, I think that was our it was original. HBO, and it someone was recorded back, back to back, back. Right, and uh, that was all we had until THX, THX, and then you know the the prequels came out. Yeah, and then we get this. In what year did this movie came out? Uh, this movie was 2015. Yeah, yeah, 2015. So, yeah, it's. I don't want to say be like it's Star Wars that is uh, reignited the imagination of people that that brought. That brought a uh, like a new generation to Star Wars, or reignited again, you know, passions well, and, and old yeah. fans. Well, for sure, yeah. I mean, this is this and is people's nostalgia blowing oh, overboard. But oh, that's yeah, absolutely. The point. Well, and that is that is really the quintessential point of this film. This was yeah. the. I mean, while it's always was planned, there would be three trilogies. Yeah, uh, yes. Pretty much since the first movie came out and made money. Yeah. Um, he wanted to do three trilogies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know the the Darth Vader, the redemption. I mean the you yeah. know the redemption of Darth yes. Vader, the beginning of Darth Vader, and then the Skywalker story later. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So now what we're getting out of this one, we don't know completely in the no. long run right. uh, what we're getting with this one yet. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we're going to talk about them soon. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> and, and because our good friend Jim here is a, hates spoilers at this stage of the game, we won't be talking anything about what we know about nine. Thank no. you, because yes. we're not watching it yet. We yes. will be soon. In a week's time from this recording, which will be a week after you, when you, you'll hear this week after that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the fact that we we are introduced to Kaloran, uh, Kaloran is like the new quote unquote the new Darth Vader. Yes, but except he's, not. Huh? Except not. Well, yeah, but he's he's. It's he, amazing how he can pull off Anakin and Darth at the same time. Yeah, at least he's, at least that's a, the same character. Yes, that just gets angry really easy. I'm just saying there is a. While you can tell between the prequels and the original trilogy yeah. that they're the same character, if you were really paying attention, yeah. sure. There is a difference in the acting methods. Somehow Absolutely, Adam Driver does feel like okay. You've got Darth Vader menace in the menacing mode. And smooth, suave Anakin Skywalker. Right. Somehow, you can definitely tell he's 
a descendant. Well, yeah, of I mean, both those characters. It's. I think he does a great job. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Adam Driver as an actor per se from other things, but I, I will say that I think in this franchise he's done a really good job for what we've seen. Yes. Uh, and in this movie, he he does a great job. Uh, I will say, watching this movie in theaters, one of the big things, and I, I heard this a lot was uh, the sound in theaters was way different than it is on the movie most of the time. The The amount of bass and uh, reverb, I guess, whatever you want to call it, that yeah. we got from the, from his sword mm-hmm. and his lightsaber oh, yeah. was so loud. It was like if Michael Bay directed a lightsaber. Every time it yeah. came out, it's like, boom, boom, smash. Well, and it was at just, the same time, that's 7.1 or more seven more speakers than what we have well, at home. Absolutely. I'm watching it in stereo. Well, sure. <laughs> so but I, I don't get the nice big surround thing, but I, felt I don't like, know how it is in surround on home video. I felt like it was it was way more than and I know I I, I know there were sound issues at some theaters with it. Yes. Like they like uh, our other brother was discussing that, saying he couldn't hardly stand the movie because of how bad the sound was. It was just so loud and so off mm. at times. Well, and a lot of theaters like to have that thing up so loud you can hear the sound in the next auditorium. Well, yeah, and that's the hard part about doing a movie in theaters, too, oftentimes, because you're trying to fight to where you can make sure you hear all the quiet and all the loud. Yeah. sometimes at home we have to adjust just to, to get that right. I mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, he does a great job, I think. Uh, yeah. Portraying that angst... And portraying that I'm trying to live up to this this ideal. this ideal this mm-hmm. I'm the 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 uh, follow uh, or the what's uh, the, the true I'm heir the, to I'm the Darth yeah Vader. true yeah. Heir, true heir to Darth Vader and um, he does a good job of it we we see that that's mentally messing with him mm-hmm. yeah uh, he's, he's torn between the light and the dark like the the helmet of Vader you know yeah. I mean yeah. it's yeah. not it's, there it's a shrine to him it's not there. Yeah, it is. Uh, then why does it disappear in a scene? Well, that's just because they missed it. But see, I think Vader's it, helmet is there. It's it's just. Are we sure it's there? Because that okay? Because it disappears. I see no reason to say it's not there. How Plus, which, how did he which, get it? I'm sure in a book. <laughs> that's <laughs> in a book somewhere. Because they because in another book they explained how the lightsaber got from. Well, the yes. depths of Cloud City. <laughs> but that's possible, I think, considering how burned it was and stuff. I, and I'm sure he buried it afterwards. He would th- and there are scavengers on sure. Endor. It's, yeah, it's as possible. much as there's going to yeah, so be. Plus, you don't know that Kylo's the one that technically got it. It could have been... Sure. In it could have sh- been in a Sith shrine somewhere. Absolutely. That, uh, yeah. Snowcad. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. I would I would speculate that either way, and it could pot if whether it's there or not. I think yeah. if it's not there, I think it's a really cool case for the fact that he has this almost uh, mental issue with the fact that he's well, trying to come up to it. On the other hand, on the if, other, I will say, if it is not there, why is it the ruined version from the end of Return and not the fully formed? I don't know exactly. That doesn't make but it, it being destroyed doesn't does not make sense if, if he is envisioning it. Well, there. I mean, it, yeah. you can envision it either way, and he could still envision it that way. And also, so, it's just, I don't like, think what, of it that what, way. Thir- like thirty years. Yeah, it's, 30 it's, years it's been a minute. So you're, you're going to have decay on that helmet. But let's also yeah. let's also, and it ha- did would have melted in the pyre. Right. Oh yeah. So if you're so seven. if you're listening to this and you know the answer via a book or something like that, feel free to post it on one of our pages. Because yes. there is no possible way we know everything about Star Wars. Very yeah. true. As much as we know yeah, a lot. If it's, yeah, if it's, if it's canon or it's legend, 
let us know. Let us know. Please let us know if it is canon or legend, because legend doesn't count here. (laughs) Because if it is legend, that means that legend counts, which is really cool, because we... But it's not canon reason as to why it's there. Well, but that's kind of what they said when they did the whole thing. If if they can use any of legend they want, which makes it then canon. Yeah. So, if you find something... That's good. But by that definition, how many clues in Star Wars since the <laughs> reboot have we had to the holiday special? I, I don't know. There's uh, a couple. <laughs> yeah. And some of that could be throwback. But either way, I guess we should move on from that point. Yeah. Yes. So, the, the, okay, you're, you're, we're reintroduced to Han Solo in that epic scene where he boards the Lim Fowler and it's like Chewie, Chewie Rome, Rome. That was so great. Yes. The, the fact that you... like That scene to this day still gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It, it and is. It'd be like you have... be like They, they board the Millennium Falcon where Ray calls it a piece of junk like everyone said. Be like, it's a, the best piece of junk in the galaxy. Yeah. But um, just be like, you're introduced to all these amazing characters. You have just... Be like, you have... Uh, Finn, who is a former stormtrooper. Who... This is a cool idea. I mean, I especially love he just looks like a regular stormtrooper until his friend dies and that, yes. oh my that, gosh. that blood stain is the, on somebody. And from that point, I was like, you know who he is throughout the entire thing. The it's bloody like, handprint even was after a genius. He, even after he takes the helmet off, the mark of that handprint is kind of still with him throughout oh, yeah. the rest of uh, well, the next two movies. I, I, I am yeah. always willing to critique J.J. Abrams, okay? However, I will straight up say that that is yes. fantastic, yeah. and I think it was great. And also, if this was the Clone Wars, that would have stayed if they were clones, because that would have been awesome. Yes. They would have yeah. kept it on the thing. But yes. that's not how the Empire works. But that's not how the Empire works. And the, or the First Order, or, since yes. it came from the Empire. Which leads us to a great character who I think is the new Boba Fett, uh, uh, which is uh, Captain Phasma. Oh, yeah. I wish we got more of her. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Movies. She's so underutilized. Like, in, they could do so much cool stuff with we're, Phasma, we're, we're, and you've we're not her. we're not really going to touch on the next movie in this one. Yeah. but uh, at least she gets some. She does come good. back, and yeah. that's good. So, yeah. uh, but man, uh, and back to anybody. <laughs> I am curious how hard long it took for her to polish that thing. Oh, after geez. going to the trash compactor, because you can tell it's got a new polish in the next. But movie. it's yeah. but it's she's played by Gwendolyn Christie, which if you watched Game of Thrones, uh, you know her as Brienne of Tarth, who is amazing in that too. And she's the actress is like this Amazon gorgeous model giant type almost i mean she's probably six something but she seems so huge in all these roles too and it's it's really a shame i I was a pop collector when this movie came out Mm -hmm. and i got phasma before i knew who phasma was and then i watched this movie and then the next one and i'm going this character could have been so much more yeah uh but man yeah well and again we'll talk more about that later um and we still don't know what JJ is going to do with nine. Yeah, so. We still have another episode, so who knows? Yeah. We might not be seeing the Boba Fett, or we might see the Boba Fett in the stories. If we, if we get a Boba Fett, I hope it's. I hope that Boba Fett gets a better death than the real Boba Fett. Yeah. Well, either way. Anyway, let's, let's get back into the movie um, we're reviewing. But yeah, it, just to mention in this movie, it's hard it, not to refer I, to old movies. Oh, I, I agree with you. As far as as far as this movie goes, just to update and touch on the cast. I mean, we've got the original three. You know, Harrison mm-hmm. Ford, Mark. Camel, Carrie Fisher. We also have uh, 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 Anthony Daniels is back as C three PO. Peter Mayhew is there yeah. as Chewbacca. We've got uh, you know in his last full appearance as Chewbacca, right? Yeah, because yeah, he's not in the next one, which is sad. Well, and even his yeah, yeah, because he was in Rogue One, right? Right. Um, Daisy Ridley plays Ray. John Boyega plays uh, Finn. 
Um, but it's it's a really good cast, uh, which which also helps glue this together. Mm-hmm. Also, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Is yes. she in it? I didn't yes, even notice. She's, she's the uh, girl with the two pigtails that are kind of back here. You you don't see her much in this movie, okay? But she's one of uh, she's actually a major background character in the okay. Jedi. Yeah, cool. Um, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, we get Carrie Fisher. And also, Daniel Craig great. has an excellent cameo. Yes, he does. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's one of those things I don't know. That's great. Go ahead, tell me. Okay, so you know the scene where she's tied up in the chair and she's. Trying to use the Jedi Force trick on the Stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah. That Stormtrooper is Daniel Craig. Well, he... And now that I've told you that, the next time you watch the movie, you're going to go, oh my goodness. That <laughs> yes. is Daniel Craig. That's awesome. And also, as far as I understand, I think, uh, who was it? Uh, Kevin Smith was actually voiced for one of the uh, troopers. That doesn't surprise awesome. me. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Smith's in everything he can be in a lot of times yeah, with Star Wars and, mm. and nerd stuff. He's pretty awesome. I agree. Um, so the uh, throughout this movie, we get a lot of buildup. We're finding out that uh, you know the child of uh, Han and Leia, Ben Solo, mm-hmm. is um, Kylo Ren. Yeah, uh, we we well, don't get a little Ben though. Oh, th- that, that, that's his real name. Kylo is his. I, name. I, I, I know Jacob that is trolling. Jacob is trolling history here. Okay, because Ben I'm, sh- yeah, is. Ben, let's let's why would they name him after Ben? Uh, but this. Luke would have named a child after Ben, which yes. we get in yeah, the, the classic books. Why would they name him after Ben? Because who in modern eras would even bother to come up with a bad spelling of the name of the word Jason? Right. So, <laughs> but, but either way, uh, <laughs> plus that would have been a little too on the nose. But yes, a lot of us are still sore about the legends thing. However, this is That's the movie's okay. still good, um, and the books either way are still good. <laughs> but they're not gone. They're just they're not as canon. They're not as canon. Yeah. They could be one day. Some of them. Um, anyway, I mean, they did bring Thrall back. Thrawn, yeah. Thrawn. Yeah. I say Thrall. Yeah. Thrall, Thrawn. Whichever. He's blue. It's very important. Uh, well, Thrall is green in, an enti- in a fantasy universe, but that's beside the point. Whatever. Anyway, so we get the development of Kylo Ren. We don't get a lot of his backstory mm-hmm. in this. No. We don't know why he fell or why he went away from being, yeah. or if he was, you know, yeah. we don't really know that. Um, and he's very moody. But we know that he's basically not to say Thrall. I mean, that wouldn't quite fit, but he is the, the underling of... Uh, uh, Snoke. Yes, uh, Supreme the, Leader the Snoke. Supreme Leader yes, Snoke. Then you can't you can't forget uh, General Hux. Yes, and General, and General Hux. Hux. The, the <laughs> yes, General Hux, the crazy bad guy general who doesn't die in this trilogy. No, unlike he unlike so far, yeah. unlike a lot of uh, unlike a lot of generals in the yes. original trilogy, who oh every God, time they every Edward. time you messed up, you were yes. dead. Yeah. But in this one, at you least choked out or thrown. At least well, that's the thing. I would bet if. If Kylo wasn't fighting the light, much like Darth Vader wasn't fighting the light, yeah, maybe. And those things, he he would go because Kylo takes all his anger out on inanimate objects. I would speculate that it has little to do with him and more to do with Snoke being way more in control. Yes, yeah, the Emperor. I would bet First Order, especially in this yeah. first movie, has a lot less resources than you. think. Then it wouldn't appear. Right. I think as in as far as I can tell in the structure, Snoke is obviously the supreme leader. But I feel like kind of like a Grand Moff Tarkin Vader situation yeah, with yeah. this more than a lot of the other underlings we dealt with before. Kylo awesome. doesn't take a, a leadership role. He's more of the I'm the I'm the powerful Vader mm-hmm. type. Yeah. But and he's there mostly representing Snoke to everyone who's not. 
Yes. Right, right. Again, I guess Hux would be, like I said, more of a Tarkin. And plus, Mm -hmm. technically, Kylo is the leader of the Knights of Ren, which you don't really hear that name as much in there, so... We don't see them either, so... We we do see them at one point. Well, yeah, in a flashback. Yeah, in a flashback. In the flashback, we see them. And they may have been who... Not to get into Last Jedi, but that no. may have been the Red Group guys no. there. No, no, that's Ever, the Imperial I've, Guard. The, that is the Imperial. Technically, guard. they're not an Empire yet. Uh, they were. Uh, it's this. It's, may it's the orderly guard, but <laughs> they, they. But they were the Imperial Guard before. They're yeah. just the same thing, I think. Anyway, anyway, that's a whole nother discussion for a whole nother pod. Yes, um, a whole nother episode. Probably, so, um, probably the one you'll listen to after this. Yes, yeah. assuming you listen to them in order or Which whatever, you? but you don't have to. Who knows? Do so, what you will. Hey, um, some people go see the biggest, baddest, best movie first, and it's like that's true. I don't understand a thing's going on, and then they have to catch up. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of moms. I, I, I've stuff done some yeah. that. A lot it's of like, dads. What were you thinking? <laughs> anyway, um, so we get Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren is is dealing with. Uh, yeah split sides he doesn't know he's how good torn. or bad he is he's torn uh and and then we end up seeing him he takes out his dad in order to yes. to facilitate oh, his falling yeah. to the dark side and even further i have to say those first couple viewings that hit me like a bag of rocks oh yeah yeah it was it was rough but we do know outside of the movie that harrison ford didn't want to be in the trilogy to begin right. this trilogy at all yeah but they got him in there for one movie and yeah, under, under one agreement like, my character gets killed off and so that's why we, like, like how many times he'd be like twice yeah he's like, yeah, he just take my character out. No, nope. okay. But at least, he, at nope. least he had fun in this. One. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was, and he did a great job as always. He's Harrison mm-hmm. Ford. He's, I've, I don't think I've seen Harrison Ford phone it in in a movie. Yeah, no. Um, and I'm not saying there isn't a bad movie. If you know one, let us know again. Um, but uh, some people might claim his role in uh, Ender's Game. I didn't see Ender's Game. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we see that, and that leads towards the end, and we get that controversial, or not controversial, uh, the confrontation mm-hmm. between the up-and-coming uh, Jedi to be probably user, Force user Rey, yes. yeah. and we get uh, versus uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... Uh, and a great lightsaber Oh Bound. yeah, absolutely. Which getting the lightsaber is uh, even also a great scene yes. if you want to get into all that later. There's a lot of great stuff. I don't know I'm, how I'm, I'm going to bring that up here in a minute yeah, once we get done with the, but here, the scene. Here, go ahead, do that first. Let's talk okay, about the lightsaber. Okay, okay. I love how as soon as she picks that up, you see the that lightsaber's final moments in the original trilogy because yeah. you're on Cloud City almost immediately. Yeah, and if you're listening in the background, you can start hearing both Alec Guinness is saying a couple lines that. In this context, mean different things than they meant in the original trilogy. Yeah, and then at the very end, you get Ewan McGregor saying, "This was this is the first step." Or something I like don't that. remember what he or said exactly. Is the first step. Yeah, and I did not hear those in the, the first movie. two times I watched the movie. Yeah, um, I'm very thankful because I when I'm at home, I watch movies with subtitles on, uh, just because I'm weird. I get that some people do. Yeah, and thankfully they actually subtitled those lines. So it's like. Oh, okay. I finally am making these words out now. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was glad to hear uh, the the different voices. I think mm-hmm. that was cool. Getting that connection. Uh, I think it was. I, I love that scene because first off, we're getting that lightsaber, and then we it makes yes. all of us all of us start wondering where how to get how that lightsaber get there, etc. Um, how did Maz get it? How did yeah. Maz get it? Who and is another great character? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And there's just so many characters where I'm, we're gonna have a hard time covering everybody. Right, yeah. we're not gonna get to everybody, but maybe we'll Considering get to some. We're over our time we're, already. Yeah, we're over our normal time. Um, but yeah, so we get that question of where, how the lightsaber get there, but we also get this connection to mm-hmm. uh, the the Skywalker and uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi connection, mm-hmm. yeah. which leads to what is always my favorite part of Ray at this point was the the who is she and mm-hmm. we start debating that. My I, I always had my own theory with this one that she is uh, Obi Wan's uh, granddaughter um, via. Um, the Mandalorian, the princess of Mandalore, or the queen of Mandalore. Oh, yeah. I, I can kind of see that. But I believe... See- I, I kind of like the idea that Jin, Qui-Gon Jinn did, did some stuff that was <laughs> before Obi-Wan. <laughs> but then she would be a much older, see, so never mind. I, I like... I li- okay, my theory is simple. Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. with the Queen of Mandalore. We know this yes. from the Clone Wars or, TV yes, show. Which I need to finish. I also think that uh, Luke Skywalker... Is her father? I think that Luke, the daughter of Mandalore, Obi Wan Kenobi, Kenobi and Luke Skywalker, both father a baby. Listen, <laughs> you're, you're, no, no, no. Look, Obi Wan Kenobi, Queen of Mandalore. They have a daughter. That daughter and uh, and Luke Skywalker oh, oh, have a baby, and her name so, is Rey. Yeah. So literally, she's both a Kenobi and a Skywalker. Explaining yeah. all the voices and explaining why she's so awesome. Yeah. And the British accent, which they allowed her to keep when they didn't let other people keep a British accent, who well, are it, uh, yeah, look at Finn. It would, like Finn. Well, it would make sense for her at least because she does seem to have. A what other hero has a British accent? Qui Gon Jinn doesn't have a British accent. <laughs> Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Okay. What is the accent? If I can share my body. theory. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. My theory. What if she's actually a Palpatine? <laughs> that would be because interesting too. It would make sense that perhaps in trying to preserve his lineage, because honestly, we don't. He, he may not have foreseen the end of episode six coming, but he had to have thought there is a chance I could get killed at some point. Got to have some type of plan. And we know he had some plans in effect. If you read uh, Aftermath, mm-hmm. which I hate, I haven't read it. But don't read it. I hate it. But I it, will at one point. Yeah. But we know he has some contingency plans sure. in effect, and in I think in the legends, oh yeah, there's economy, a thousand clones. Yeah. yeah, what if he just decided using the stuff he learned from Darth Plagueis the Wise mm-hmm. to have a make a daughter, but perhaps not make a daughter, but some offspring of some sort, and just he didn't like how it turned out. Maybe it didn't fit some mold he was thinking of yeah. and just had her shipped off to Jakku, which yeah. ironically is where he had some time before, according to that trilogy. Sure. Hmm. Um, I, I think like that leads me to a, a big part. Jacob, if you want to, if you have a thing uh, you want to say, or if you, you no, I'll think I'll say and how one. ironic would it be that she was a Palpatine? I think, I think, <laughs> that, see, that would be interesting. see, I think, okay, see, this leads me to Snoke again, because I think Snoke is one of two things. I think, I Sna- think he's a clone. I think he's either a clone mm-hmm. of, of Plagueis or Sidious. Yes. I yeah. think it's either or. I don't know for sure, especially with this movie. Because you can't go by the Darth Plagueis book anymore, unfortunately, even though just, that explains just, so much. It's a fantastic novel. If you want to read great no- two great novels that came out really soon before they trashed everything, yes. was that and Death Star. Death Star is better than Rogue One. I'm going to tell you, Rogue One is I, a great movie. I will take your word Death for it, Star would have been a better movie. Between uh, Rogue One and the, its prequel novel, Catalyst... 
Yeah. I prefer that version. But, yes. but, anyway. but anyway, yes, uh, it, I, I think Sidious or uh, Plagueis. But yeah. Sidious is probably what but, it is, but I'm going to guess... Uh, I would one of think those if, two. I would think if you're going to if it's going to be one of those two, it'd be Sidious because we really know nothing of Plagueis mm. other than he somehow came up with a way to mess with midi chlorians. Right. Yeah. Well, and which it, as long as if we don't hear the word midi chlorian in episode nine, I will be fine. <laughs> I have a long drawn out midi chlorians explanation, but I'll save it for another day <laughs> when we get a eventually get around to doing Phantom Menace. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll both talk about midi chlorians. We'll get into those. That's not that hard. Uh, but anyway. About the movie, the rest of the movie, we have the lightsaber battle, I yes, guess, is yes. really what's really left. Um, Plus, I love how, starting at least with this movie, the lightsabers actually glow off actors' faces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, didn't we see that in one of them? You can kind of see it in, in three, I think. Uh, in, the, in the prequel trilogy, but yeah. it's not as pronounced. As pronounced. Yeah. yeah. Because it had to be added completely digitally, yeah. and yeah. it kind of looks bad off of Samuel L. Jackson's forehead. Like, yeah. But you can see it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the scene where we're talking about with uh, the scene that I always imagine is where be like it's in the middle of that the very middle of that fight is where mm-hmm. they're both clashed are right here and both lights are flipping both of them. So they're, yeah, they're and from a distance. So, it's actually purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're it's yeah, so good when they're pressed up against each other right at the tree. I think it yeah, was that, yeah, that, and they're that, they're fighting. Uh, yeah. It's it's a really cool scene. The whole scene is great between is. Yes. with the fight with Finn and then the fight with Ray, and it's just uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, I, I don't. She's fighting a lot of anger. Yeah, well, so, I mean, yeah, we we get to, she's obviously fighting with anger, but she is. Uh, her, her, if you watch it, she's flailing a lot, yeah. and he's hurt already, so yeah. that kind of helps uh, her. Um, but yeah, he's he's just getting beat based on I think he's shocked that she's doing as well as she yeah, is. And also, she does tap into the force. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does a couple times. Yeah, um, which I, I'm watching it and I'm going, "There's a there's an ability in uh, in the Star Wars the RPG I played way back where you can use the force to increase your battle ability." And that I think it feels yeah. like she's like. Calls on it and then wrecks shop. So, I mean, it. Uh, the scene is so cool. It really, especially when you're talking about bringing back that classic feel, bringing us into Star Wars. There's mm-hmm. nothing more iconic in Star Wars than lightsabers and the yes. battles of the Force. The, well, maybe the Millennium Falcon, but... Well, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, what what is kids in most cases was the... Oh, yeah. the Every yeah. kid who's ever helped their parents with wrapping presents and got exactly. down to that cardboard uh-huh. tube... <laughs> They fought like it was a sword and made lightsaber yes. noises. Even when exactly. you're 30 something years old, you play with the paper tubes too. It's okay. I didn't say anything. So, so kind of go to your point. Be like, so you're saying that Ray went Super Saiyan for a moment? No, no, no. I'm no, saying no, she no, tapped no, no, no. into the I Force. Know, if we're using a Dragon Ball reference, she may have gone Kaioken. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. 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 Um, <laughs> she, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> let's not get into that. That's um, not. But no, I mean, nothing is... Okay, look, there are a thousand sci-fi films. There are yes. a thousand starships and all these other films. And while the Millennium Falcon is top of the list in oh, many yeah. ways, a couple people may argue the Firefly and may argue a couple other things. Enterprise. Or the Enterprise. But the, uh, the, but the Millennium Falcon is about as cool and iconic as they yeah. get, oh, especially yeah. considering it's, it's, you, it's his own ship. It's not like... This is not... 
a military ship. This yeah. is not. Yeah, yeah this is it's his. A freighter. It's a freighter. It is. Yeah. It's a bad freighter, man. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was old when we originally first it saw it. Yes. Heavily modified. Yes. Hunk of junk. Whatever. It's been sold and traded and, and stolen. And yeah. It. But anyway. It technically, has now the brain of a droid implanted into its motivator. Right. It's, but anyway, we're talking about. That lightsaber battle, you yes. know, laser swords mm-hmm. in the snow and the dark, and the yes. you get that cool light effect, and and, and the planet is kind of falling yes. apart. That, that was a good scene. It's so great. Uh, you know, we get Finn where he gets injured, basically gets his spine chopped uh, yeah. or just yeah. <laughs> cut up. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty. Yeah, and also that seemed to be like the entire. Because how G.J. Abrams films a bit like he loves to shoot in camera a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so cool that you have, they built that forest and like every, most of them, a good chunk of the film is actually set design, which is yeah. really yes. nice instead of like, because the prequels, everything is all, everything CG is CG. Yeah, everything is CG in the prequels. Mm-hmm. But we're all back, we're back to practical sets. Yes. I love practical sets. Practical always always looks better. Yes. Yep. We know that from Jabba the Hutt, and who's a Muppet instead of being a, uh, a CGI. Yes. Because he looks horrible in CGI. Yeah. Just going to say that. I would say he always. looks better. I'm saying better in episode one than he looks in his special edition form in episode four. All his special edition form. Oh, yeah. Four. Probably true. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's only because the CG had increased in quality by then. Yeah. But uh, the, the still he still looks his best in Return of the Jedi. I agree. agree. Yeah. The only time he looks real. Yeah. 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 I, uh, anyway, uh, Muppetry is a fallen art that should come back yes. more. Yes. And, but nope. CGI is finally catching up with it, though, I think, too. It's making it well, almost. That's the th- financially, it's easier. We'll talk more about that in anyway. the next one. <laughs> yeah, the next episode. Because there, okay. there is a character I'll bring up there, but I won't bring yeah. it here. But yes, so the fight scene, so fantastic. Uh, it's it's definitely makes the movie in many ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a lot of ups and downs in this film. Uh, it's very emotional at times. It's oh yeah, there's so much stuff. Okay, anyway, I think we've we've talked enough about the film. Well, I do want to bring up one other little thing. Yeah, go ahead. I love how to our main characters, who obviously the stories of the other six movies mm-hmm. are so far in their past, they don't even think half of them is real. Yeah. Oh yeah. To the that's, point that's where Finn scene. says. Uh, how are we going to bring it? Well, we'll just use the Force to do all this stuff. Like, That's not how the Force works. <laughs> I just love that scene and how finally Han Solo actually finally admits believes. that he believes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because we see he admits that once before he dies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll bring uh, another point up about that in a minute uh, or in the next uh, mm-hmm. podcast, the next movie. Anyway, I think we got to go into our ratings yes. at this point. Yeah. Um, I'll start. I'm going to rate this a solid four. Uh, I'm a fan of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and that's probably uh, fixing my rating a little higher than it should be, I guess. It is a great movie. It's fun. Okay. It's got a little bit of action. It's got here and there, and it's got comedy. It's got cool characters. It's got uh, droids, sword fighting, explosions, magic, whatever you want to call it. Uh, throwbacks constantly mm-hmm. throughout the film. Oh, yeah. As much as some people will talk about how this is, yet again, we mentioned earlier, a basic re-edit of four. Yeah, uh, it's not. The they yeah. they have a lot of things. Sure, they they pay homage a lot. So many times. But it is, it is a good movie on its own. Again, I watched it uh, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And it's still great. And it doesn't feel like I'm watching A New Hope. There are so much yes. differences yes. in those movies. 
Sure, they have some similar stories, but that's kind of the you, idea of Star Wars. Yeah, you want to get right down to it. It has a couple beats. It has has some beats from A New Hope. Has a couple beats from Empire. Sure, but it's still its own original story. Right, and it's another trilogy, and yes. all the trilogies have some similar patterns. Yes, so just uh, be ready for the next one, and we'll talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, again, I rated a four. Who's next? I am going to rate it a four and a, rate it four Ooh. and a half stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this movie is. And yet there are problems with the movie. There's problems with every movie. Yeah, but I can tell you they disappear when I'm watching it. I have to think about it afterwards. Yeah, to actually come up with the problems because it's just a movie. I sit back and once it started, I'm just there until until next for the next two and some odd hours. Yeah, and just enjoying it. There, I'm not going to rate it five stars because I don't think it's perfect, but it's still just a movie. It, it, that's just really. I don't want to rate it higher, but I also don't want to rate it any lower. I 100% agree with you on and the... And I'm also nicer to movies than you are. On, <laughs> I have to agree with you 100% on the, the finding problems. When I go to see a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. the moment we get that... Uh, scroll start. Da, 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 you know, yes, I yes. really miss the Fox intro too. You yeah, know, where we thankfully, if you go back and watch the Disney versions of one through six, they added that back in. That's good nice. um, because the 20th Century Fox fanfare is fantastic. Well, John Williams um, knew when he was making that. In fact, they actually would re-record the 20th right. Century Fox fanfare before, bef- immediately before. So it actually, there's actually the music starts with the 20th Century Fox fanfare, couple measures of rests, and then Star Wars. But yeah, it felt, always felt wrong. Every every time I sit through a Star Wars film, yeah. and you hear that intro, mm-hmm. I feel like a kid. Yes, I, and then through these movies, There's and it's something it, about those blue words. Yeah, on the screen. and yeah. it's high fantasy in space. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. There, it will always get me a little bit. It always makes me feel excited. It's and. I always feel like a child. And I was yes. talking to someone recently about this, and they were ranting and raving about something in one of the movies. And I was like, look, I go to the movie, and I'm going to sit through it, and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to feel it. Like, I mean, sure, there are going to be some issues. Yes. Yeah. But I might. Jar Jar Binks does exist. Yeah. Sure. And I might. When, when I watched Jar Jar Binks in theaters, I laughed. I yes, had some fun. I, I was a kid. I didn't go, oh my God, they've ruined my movie. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know. This look, movie did not ruin my childhood. None, none that of That was Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but the point it being is. with this with these movies, I always do the same thing. I, I become a kid, and most time when I go to the movie, I try to pretend it's mm-hmm. I, I I lock in and I'm living it. Yeah, uh, but I will say Star Wars always has a really good way of locking me in, yes. and I don't. Mm-hmm. Later, I'll sit and I'll review it and I'll debate, and we'll start talking mm-hmm. about what influences and what yes. they were trying to do. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, but I agree 100. percent It's a movie that puts a smile on my face. Absolutely, and I want to rate it. I feel like I should be rating it lower, but I can't. It's okay. I feel like I should rate it higher, but I I, I can't force yes. myself to. So anyway, you're, we're Jacob. in the ballpark. Jacob. <laughs> Split the difference for us here. No, no you can't. can't. Except you can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, you don't, we don't get quarter stars here. No. Uh, 4.5. 4.5. It's, it's yeah. an excellent film. It's got, there again, it's got the nostalgia of like you, when you first watch it, it's instantly, you're glued in. It's like what Jim said. like You're instantly drawn back to your childhood and it's a fun ride it it'd be like it brings back all of the nostalgia and brings a new breath into star wars mm-hmm. and i thoroughly enjoy it there's like yeah again 
movie has problems. Every movie has. Yes. But this is a a movie I sit back and just, I'd be like, I'm engulfed. Be, I love it, and I just want to sit there and enjoy it. None of the flaws are big enough to take you out of the movie in exactly, a way that exactly. makes it, nothing, nothing completely destroys mythos, nothing mm-hmm. completely tears you up, nothing makes you go... Why am I watching this? Or mm-hmm. this is garbage. Yeah. Nothing does anything like that at any point. And, yeah, exactly. And so you out of your and suspension of disbelief. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that I think that's it, right? Are we good? I think, I think so. so. That concludes our review of episode seven. The Force Awakens. <laughs> Star Wars. Da, 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 da. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.